Hey everyone, it's Thursday night and the Rez and I just finished recording episode 53 of our podcast. We talked week 15 football. There's games on Saturday and Sunday uh, this weekend and then hockey as usual. We actually talk all about all three games on the Friday night and then talk a little bit more about some of the upcoming systems and ideas we have as uh, football starts to wrap up and uh, the hockey season continues. Thanks for listening. Welcome to episode 53 of the Pick Doctor Sports Betting Podcast. I'm your host, The Chief. As always, joined by my co-host, Rez. What's going on, Rez? Hello, hello, hello. Not much at all, not much at all. How's your day going? Pretty good. Can't complain. Watch the Niners take care of business. That was a good one. You're on a bit of an NFL roll right now. Yeah, I guess, you know, just finally teams and things are doing what I think. And, you know, none of those last second, last minute stuff. Yeah. Well, today's game was pretty uh, cut and dry. I don't think San Fran had any trouble throughout the whole game. And uh, you picked the spread there. Minus three. So that was a good one. Yeah. And so. I mean, Seattle's always hard to play in, but I just felt like Gino is not, he's yeah. not playing well. And then the Seattle, uh, the San Francisco defense is playing well. So it's kind of like a double whammy. I, I think Gino is coming back down to earth as well. He's, yep. he's come back down in the last three, four weeks. It's showing that he's back to his normal self. So, yep. So, well, and, and their, we, their defense is just not good, right? So they, they, yeah. they can let like a, a rookie. QB in a second start, you know, move around, yeah. and score 20 plus points. That's, that's not good for Seattle. Okay. So for today's episode, we're going to go look at some games. There's Saturday games for NFL now. and Yeah, uh, there's three Saturday games. Yeah. And a Sunday, as usual. And then we'll go into our NHL. So before we start, though, I think as the NFL season's winding down, we have, what, three weeks left of, of regular season play? And, we actually have four uh, weeks left. Four weeks left? Okay. Yeah, but this week is week 15, uh, right? Extra week. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so we'll probably start leaning towards a deeper NHL talk after this as the season winds down. And, uh, oh, I, I need to bring something up here. I've been noticing something on Twitter, Discord, everything. You, you what know are what you I've noticing? Been seeing? You, know, you know the sports books now, the heavy, heavy promotion they're doing? Um, across North America, just to get more people betting, that they have these bet boosts. Have you heard of that? Bet boosts. What are bet boosts? So yeah, they just they just pick random parlays, preset parlays. So you don't pick your own parlay. So they give you a parlay. So I saw one today. It was it was a uh, Toronto Maple Leafs money line and Mitch Marner getting a point or something, and they boosted it up to like plus four hundred. From what normally the, the line would be like plus two something, just to get people to bet it. And obviously, people have baited into that, thinking, oh, Toronto Maple Leafs got to win. And Mitch Marner on a 23 point streak, got to get another point. Obviously, it loses. And it, but it's baiting people to take those bets. Like, how stupid do people have to be to go bet a pre placed parlay by the sports book for you? <laughs> I want to just list the stats on that. How many actually win? Well, I think they just have a lot of them, right? Like if you sprinkle 
that across like uh, what's it, the four most favorite players because they know in the background it's, who, a big, it's such who, a big play bet too no they know in the background who like uh, what yeah. players people are investing in too right so they can exactly kinda, like, yeah massage it around and and and, yeah. and do that so mitch marner had Anyways. a what how many point game streak it was a it was a lot it was 23 i think oh wow it was something ridiculous but it ended yeah, good today, for him so but it ended okay enough of that while we uh start talking football Sounds good. So why don't we recap last week's football? You you went five and one. So a total of plus two point almost two point seven units. That was a pretty good week you got there. Yeah, looking so, looking forward to keep that rolling. Yeah, okay. And uh, oh also why don't we just recap NHL? We were eight and three for NHL, so that's plus three point seven units ish, if you were following us on Twitter or Discord. So we combined almost uh, six six and a half units, so hundred dollar betters. That's uh, six hundred and fifty dollars just in a week. Great, it's pretty good. Okay, all right. So this this week we're going to look at four NFL games. Usually look at three, but this is things are getting hot and heavy in the end here. We've got a few Saturday games and a few uh, Sunday games. What are those Saturday games you want to look at? You want to look at Baltimore and Cleveland. So Cleveland's the minus three favorites, and this is a divisional rivalry game for the AFC North. Both teams aren't very good against the spread. You got Baltimore four seven and one, Cleveland six and seven. Uh, Cleveland is Cleveland is three and seven straight up in their last ten, and one and seven against the spread at home versus Baltimore. So everything tells me I gotta go Baltimore here. What what, what are you saying here? Yeah, this is an interesting game. So Baltimore, as we know, we're still looking at uh, Huntley. He cleared concussion protocol, so he's going to play. So that's good news. Um, so not a last third stringer now. Yeah. So last week we 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 played uh, Baltimore, and then you know he leaves the game at, around the end of the second second quarter, and then we're stuck yeah. with this guy who's just not very good. Um, their third stringer. So, anyways, Cleveland. Uh, Pretty much in a must-win if they have any shot of trying to be relevant for the playoffs, right? It's a big stretch mm-hmm. here, I think, for them. Um, but, you know, they'll probably play it honest. It'll be a rivalry game. Um, but uh, I think, you know, the Browns are good at doing what? They're good at running. Um, but they're trying to get Deshaun Watson going, too. So I think they're a little confused yeah. right now. He's, I bet yeah, he's, he's not win. doing that well. No. Yeah. yeah. But maybe I guess at this point they're playing for next year anyways. And if they get somewhere this year, it's better. It's 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 like a bonus, right? But right now, I would I would imagine that you know Brissett would probably give him a better shot at w- literally winning the game, um, but maybe not long term, right? So, anyways, we're looking at uh, a divisional matchup. Last week there was a divisional matchup, and basically, you know, Pittsburgh was what two point favorite against uh, Baltimore uh, last week, and then now basically they're saying that Cleveland is a three point favorite. Right, essentially yeah. against Baltimore. Uh, I like what Baltimore did. I like their defense, um, and I like what Huntley did in the in the, when, when he played. So, yeah, I think I think Baltimore is the play here. Um, okay, you know, there's not there's no really good trends like home favorite. The Browns as home favorites, you know, last couple of years they're two five and one. So you know they're not good home favorites. Uh, away dogs as you know Ravens are are three and one as you know divisional matchups. These aren't hugely great stats. You know, they're really small pointing numbers. towards everything's pointing towards Baltimore. So, okay, yeah, for me, everything's pointing towards Baltimore, but maybe people are thinking, oh, they're 
QB uncertainty and blah, blah, blah. But I think this Baltimore D is just getting ready for yeah. the playoffs. And Cleveland, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're just going to struggle. I think it's, it's got to be hard for Watson to jump into you know, the season so late. Not that everyone's far in, playing, like 13, Everyone's playing 12, like super good game or speed. Right? Yeah, so yeah. anyways. Okay. You know, okay. Uh, tells me the t- there's an over, there's my gut tells me there's an over potential here too. Maybe a back. Yeah. So over. that's the next thing. So the over is now the the over under number is at thirty eight dropped four. That's pretty low. Yeah, that's pretty low. But you know, you're talking about uh, you know we're not going back to what we talk, said already, right? Like Huntley is gr- good, but he's going to be a game manager to some degree. Um, and then yeah, Watson is just not playing very well. So. You know, I, I'd probably not touch it. My gut tells me it dropping below forty. It's it's got like a potential viable over, but it's a bait. Um, bait yeah, over, maybe, maybe. Okay, all right. Uh, game number two. I want to know your thoughts on this one. Miami at Buffalo. So you pick this one. Both teams are basically five hundred against the spread. Uh, Buffalo's home favorites at minus seven. An interesting trend here. Buffalo is 8-2 straight up, but only cover 50% of the time when they play against Miami. And are 7-2-1 against the spread in their last 10 against Miami at home. So our trends here are Buffalo. What do you have? Yeah, so when you look at Buffalo, okay, home favorite, divisional games, eh, nothing too exciting. It's actually 3-4-1. Right. Um, I think everyone's yeah, saying, oh, there's something wrong with Josh Allen, right? His thumb or whatever it is, his finger, um, you know, it's not 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 going so well. Uh, but I think like, well, there's a couple of interesting things here, right? The Dolphins, they're playing their third road game. Um, and, you know, Tua just hasn't looked good in the last couple of weeks. And I think playing oh. your third road game and playing against a pretty decent still, you know, Bill's defense. Um, it's going to be tough for him. And, you know, if I really had to, I, I think the Bills are gunning to cover this bigger number. Um, so, I, two, I has, has Miami been able to win possible. the last couple of games? I haven't, I haven't really paid attention there. No, they, they, they lost to the Chargers and they, and they lost the uh, Niners. Okay, okay. That's right, that's right. They, they got smoked yeah. by the Niners, I think, right? Yeah. So now, they did put okay. up 17 points in either game. So, kind of leads yeah, me to think that maybe now. there's an over... 17 in both. Yeah, mm-hmm. so th- I think there's maybe a you know uh, maybe an overplay here. So we haven't talked about the total yet, but no, you know yeah. that that leads me maybe to the over. But I think on the on the spread, I I would be backing the Bills here. I think they're just you know they're trying to get things right. You know, on the offensive side, they seem to have been able to do kind of you know the bare minimum to win the last few games. But this Miami D is not that great. You know, compared to for example the Jets, right? They just came off playing the Jets and and scored twenty points to win. Um, yeah, I, I think I, if I had to, I'd take Buffalo's on the, on the side. Okay. And then, yeah, the total, uh, it went from 47 and a half down to 44 and a half. And yeah, what were your comments there? Yeah. I mean, I think these are the things like you got to be careful of divisional totals. I, I, I lost track, but they're still going under most of the time, but at some point it's going to catch up, right? Like it's like, you can't just keep betting blind divisional over, uh, under, and and getting right. you know getting getting what it, get, getting what you should get, um, but I think this game here does even though it's going to be cold, it's it's got the potential to be like a, I guess a cold track meet, right? Like because Miami's going to have to score points to beat Buffalo. I don't think they can slow Buffalo down, right? They're going to have to you know score points, um, take care of the ball, 
and so they're gonna take some risks. Uh, you know, yeah, they're gonna have to take some risks, right? So yeah. that that may you know the, you, a thirty-five ten that's over as well, right? So um, so at an eight-five record, Miami's not set for the playoffs yet, right? They still have to win a few. Yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't say they're set, yeah. but you know they got a enough of a lead. There's they gotta be what I think. Um, so I think three they have, of yeah, the four teams. Yeah. yeah, yeah, their division, their division's pretty tight. You've got like basically everyone in their divisions in play, and then you got Cincy, and I think the Chargers are also in play. So that's what five teams that we've mentioned, and there's uh, three wild card spots, right? That's right. So, so it's looking basically Buffalo spread or the over here. Okay, that's right. Game number three. This is a non-conference game, so this is Dallas at uh, Jacksonville. So they, these two teams don't play very much here. So there's not too many trends. It's just one trend where Dallas is 11-3 and against spread in the last 14 in general. Uh, you have Dallas as the favorites at minus four. They're they're pretty much, uh, they're pretty good coverers this year on, against the spread at eight and five. And then you have Jacksonville, who's five and eight against the spread. So there's, there's not much history here. Did you, did you see an edge somewhere? I'm curious about this Jacksonville team. I think uh, we picked them two weeks ago, and they kind of really didn't show up against Detroit. Uh, and then all of a sudden, last week they just you know came out of nowhere and and uh, and 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 you know played really well. Um, so I think very the market matchup team, yeah, yeah. And I think the market's reacting to also uh, Dallas just barely beating Houston last second, mm-hmm. right? And Hey, that that happens in football, right? Like a really good team plays a crappy team, and they uh, you know got to figure some stuff out. Uh, I I I think you know that's that's basically what I was curious about is like why this line move so much towards um, towards Jacksonville, right? Uh, you know Dallas is one of the best uh, offenses out there in terms of passing. Uh, the Jacksonville D is horrible, right? They even let Lamar throw two hundred and fifty yards of them. Come on, that's, that's that's not like a great thing. And I don't think Trevor Lawrence can light up this number one, you know, ranked pass defense, right? So uh, I think the line has definitely moved um, too much towards, I guess, you know, the, the latest news. And, um, you know, I definitely think uh, Dallas can uh, cover four. Can cover. Okay. Uh, yeah, and the total was opened at 45 and a half, and it went to 48. So it went up. Um Seems like a high-scoring game. That's going to happen here. Yeah, so I think Dak is going to be successful here. And then if you're going to make that over, you really need some contribution from Trevor Lawrence. And if he throws some picks and some untimely picks, then maybe you might not get there, right? You might just bar- barely make it. You need for sure almost 20 points out of Trevor Lawrence to to make sure that, that to, over to, happens. To beat the Cowboys here, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if, I don't know, 20 points against this you know pretty solid D – and uh, the Jaguars can't run the ball. Um, yeah, it's I. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not touching. I'm not thinking about the over under. I'm just. I just like Dallas on the on the spread. But that into your head, you're probably an under. If you had if to. I had to, eh, yeah. You know what? Gun to my head, most of the time, it's probably an under. You know, that's just. I think like yeah. You know, but better's got to think that way. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and in the final game, uh, you have the New York Giants. At the Washington Commanders, this is another divisional rivalry game. Uh, Washington's at home as a minus four and a half favorite. 
they're pretty good at covering the spread. They're seven five and one this season, but the Giants are covering Masters. They're nine and four against the spread. Uh, so right now, um, I do have a trend here. Before you start, the Giants, although they have the same win loss record as Washington, they both are seven five and one, but they cover a way higher rate and are five and one against the spread in their last six road games against Washington. But, but. Daniel Jones is winless in primetime. So Daniel after all this, what, what, do you, what can you say? Okay, so we, I think we picked this game last time and, and it became the stupid tie thing, right? Yes. And I think last time I picked uh, Commanders because Commanders were, yeah. were cruising and, and they've been playing good football, which is great. Good for them. Um, and in that game, they possessed the ball 41 minutes, right? And they couldn't really complete the task. So I kind of so, see so for this those as wondering, like, sorry, for those wondering, 60 minutes a game, so yeah, 41 minutes. So that's, for football, I feel like that's that's pretty crazy. So yeah. Anyways, uh, Commanders got the rest, and then last week Giants got smoked by the Eagles, um, which kind of sucks for them. Uh, but I, for, I think the basic reaction here and why this line now all of a sudden is, you know, increased by a couple points is because of that loss, right? And yes. uh, commanders are are at resting at home, you know, salivating to to get you know a, get a win. Now, what's kind of funny is the the commanders are really suck off of buys. And yeah, I think when I look, uh, my notes... back to back though, it's weird they're playing the same team off a of buy after so. Yeah, Maybe so I, it's not it. in my notes, but I think it was like one in five or something against the spread. So okay. I, I think, you know, I think that trend is probably in play. There must be some reason there. Uh, and then I think now that the line is four and a half, I think that's too much of an overreaction. I, w- I would play the Giants here. You know, they were leading that game that went to overtime. And um, they the commanders it. needed the basically a last, yeah, they, they needed a last second um last second field uh touchdown to tie it right so even if the commanders win this game i think they can only win by a field goal um i I like the giants i i think like you know they've they've gone through their tough stretch they've proven that they're quite resilient uh and if you had four and a half points to toy with i i would pick the giants so then the total went from 40 to 40 and a half which didn't really move much but it's a pretty low total here so they're thinking that uh, this is going to be a pretty either on the ground game or defensive or just quarterbacks can't do much here. Yeah, what I think you're, you there's like the familiar foe thing here, right? So they just played yeah. each other. They know what they're all about. They're going to limit the things that they like to do. And we're probably looking at, you know, some kind of 19. Both teams will be in the teens, I guess, like 19, 16, you know, yeah. uh, the, that's, the 16, that. 13, you know, that type of thing, right? So, um, yeah, I, I'd lean the under. Okay, so now that we've talked about all four games, every week we do this, you get to pick your pick of the week or two pick of the weeks, whichever it is. We're getting closer to the end, so I don't know if you want to amp things up or not, but what, what, are, you, what are you going to do this week? Uh, my pick of the week is going to be the Giants, plus four and a half. I think you can see it for uh, minus 106 odds, so that's pretty, pretty good value there. Um, you know, four and a half points is a lot in this divisional battle. Okay. It's a good choice there. So did you get that? You, uh, did you, Probably, right? Yeah, yeah. You you see any other trends that, you know, in some of the games that we didn't talk about or anything like that? I did. I did. I only have two now this, this week. Not a lot showed up. 
Uh, I do have Indianapolis plus four on a trend where visiting teams coming off by with a few parameters that we've set at a 60% hit rate. But then once we filtered it some more to AFC games, it's a 66% hit rate. So that is Indianapolis plus four at Minnesota. And I like this because Minnesota is always a choke artist team here. So Yeah, and then I think one. everyone's like sour on Indy because didn't they get smoked by like some crazy number? I yeah, think like but they had a week. They have ago. a week to think about it now. So <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So, uh, and then well, just one more. Um, when so teams that have forty percent or less uh, against spread this week, not this week, this season, uh, the hit rate is about sixty percent. So Tampa Bay is in that situation. So they're home dogs at plus three and a half hosting the Cincinnati Bengals, and. Tampa Bay was on this system last week, but they lost. But if we go back to them again this week, there, there's some crazy stats about Tom Brady being a home a home dog and how he covers, I think, like 10-1-1 one, one or something like that. And, uh, yeah, those are my two. Tampa Bay plus 3.5 at home in Indianapolis plus 4. Those are ones that will likely post come Sunday. Yeah, that, yeah I, I looked at that briefly, and, and I was thinking, oh, do I want to investigate this? And I don't know. I felt like if I researched that game, I'd probably wind up going down some weird <laughs> rabbit hole, and uh, and and not come up with the right answer. So yeah, I just skipped. Sorry, that. actually, the Indianapolis but, uh, game is a is a Saturday game, so you could have. Okay. There. Yeah, that, that's the okay. the other Saturday game we didn't talk about. Okay. That's right. Well, on to on to the rink, on to hockey. Yes. I see. The first game you want to talk about is the Islanders versus the Coyotes. What do you see? Yeah, there? so we're recording on a, on a Thursday here, so we're looking at Friday games. It's hard for me to look at Saturday games right now because when the odds aren't out and the goalie starts haven't been haven't been made. So the Islanders they play on Friday. They played earlier this season against the Coyotes, where Coyotes went into New York and beat them. So I I really like taking away teams that are favorites and with more rest. So that's where the Islanders come in here. If you see them on the money line today, tonight, that is on Thursday night, you can get them at minus 175 money line or minus 105 regulation. I think those are incredible odds for how bad the Arizona Coyotes are and how much they overperform. So I like the New York Islanders here for that those few reasons that I have. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I think the Coyotes were, they were also a little bit hot, you know, to start. Um, exactly. And they definitely settled, settled down. They won uh, way too many at, in the beginning home. of the season. I, I would say, though, that they are playing in their little fancy uh, small town rink, and yeah. they are 3 2 and 1 at home. So, um, you know, so they, I mean, overperforming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it could be overperforming, or they just might. Enjoy playing at home in their little in their little pond. Yeah. All right. On to the next game, we've got uh, the Blackhawks visiting the Wild. I like a mini yeah, rivalry game. They. Yeah. I had two things to look at here. So, classically, I always look at schedule. So Chicago's playing three in four days. They just lost uh, a pretty bad game to the Vegas Golden Knights tonight which we also picked for Vegas. Uh, however, the odds for tomorrow with Minnesota is minus 400. So that's going to be a tough one to actually play straight up or regulation. 
So one thing I should take a note, uh, Minnesota is playing a pretty good homestand. They've won two in a row. Uh, they have a four-game homestand, and Chicago is coming in. Uh, Minnesota could easily sweep it at home, uh, taking all four games. And Chicago is coming into Minnesota on a four- to five-game losing streak. So Minnesota is playing hot. Chicago's got a rough schedule coming in on a losing streak. And uh, this looks like a perfect parlay candidate here. And then we have a second system, which is something that you had put in place, Chief. Uh, is your totals one? Do you know that one? Oh, yeah, off a win. It's probably going to Yeah, off a win. Yeah, so in that one, both of these teams, when in that situation, they're, they're winning about 75% of the time. When I say win, I mean the games go under 75% of the time. So that could be another pick there uh, instead of the money line or maybe parlay that money line with the New York Islanders money line. So those are two options there that you could look at. Okay. Well, what do you think about the Blues? Um, I've got the Blues and the Calgary Flames both basically sucking. Uh, and the Flames, should they be minus 200 against anyone right now? Uh, maybe the Blues puck line could be something worth looking at here? So there's usually a advantage with the Calgary Flames playing at home. And the Blues, on the other hand, are also struggling quite badly on the road. Their power play on the road, I believe, I, I can't remember the last, I, I looked it up this, the other day when I was looking at other games. I think they're under 10% on the power play on the road. And, and their penalty kill is like around 50 or 60%. So they're not so great themselves. And they played tonight. Uh, it went to a shootout, so they're going to be playing on tired legs a little bit, going right down into Calgary. Um, so no, I I think it's about right. Maybe minus two hundred is a bit steep. Maybe it should be minus one eighty, but uh, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't hold the games there. Okay, all right, yeah. There's so there's really only those three games um tomorrow, uh, and you know I'm sure we'll we'll talk more and we'll we'll tweet more about potential plays on the Saturday. Uh, anything else on the in the hockey world that you want to talk about? Uh, you know what? I wanted to know about how you're picking a few things that we may start introducing in the second half of the season. You have a you, you're developing a way of potentially parlaying teams by uh, changing by teasing the overs and unders and then parlay with the team. Is that how it works? Yeah. So one of the things I've been trying is you know basically. You know, a lot of the nights, these heavy favorites, they, they usually do win. Um, but sometimes it's either maybe an OT or something. And like you said, it's tough to play those regulation games sometimes. And I, I don't know. I don't play that many um, puck line bets uh, early in the season uh, for the favorites, right? Because, again, it's, you know, last second ties, pulling their goalie, blah, 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 all that kind of, you know, depending on that an empty net goal is not always very viable. But so, you know, what can you do to... Uh, capitalize on one of those sure bet minus 250 minus 300 teams uh, winning so you can one of the things you can do is parlay um, and what I've been doing is parlaying with an over that I feel very comfortable with but taking the alternate line and dropping it down by one so for example if it's an over six and a half I'm playing the over five and a half uh, and parlaying it oh with so you're teasing favorite. the total and parlaying with a heavy favorite Exactly. And and usually I'm going for something that gives me to slightly better than pick them, right? I'm willing to do it for like plus, you know, basically from even odds to about plus 125. Anything beyond that, I feel like I'm I'm reaching too deep for, for odds, right? 
And, yeah. and here I'm just looking for consistency. Okay. Is there anything for Twilight or you want to save it for? I think I'll, I'll get ready for something on, on Saturday. Um, okay. Yeah. Not, night, it won't think, be something yeah. every night. There won't be something yeah, every there, night for this. There right? won't be something every night because usually where I find it hard is to pick the total, actually. Um, uh, that's that's usually the thing that uh, that has like uh, made me miss. I think in the, in my kind of kind of uh, back of the napkin uh, tracking on my own own, I think I've missed two out of uh, eight, and those have been because of the totals. Okay. Most average odds after you parlay it. In uh, general, probably plus one ten, plus one fifteen. So it's in the pluses, basically. You, you've turned yeah. it. You've turn a total into a plus by adding a heavy favorite into it yeah 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 a modified total right so while teasing the total yeah yeah okay. i mean no one i don't know if you ever say teasing in, in the hockey world but uh yeah but we, we, we gotta we gotta talk in the common sport language here because everyone's everyone's gonna see uh how that works in basketball and football so might as well follow that lingo there I think it's known as the alternate total. Officially, yes. All right. Just like soccer. Um, yeah, that's just like soccer. Uh, anything else going on in, in the hockey world? Well, I think you guys have your own survivor thing going on. Still two of you left. I, Still two I, I just of us got left? the coffee mugs made, or not coffee mugs, but thermos mugs made for you guys. So Awesome. Looking forward to go. that. Yeah, let's let's see how uh, how long this can go. Like, uh, it's 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 exciting. Yeah. All right. That's what I got. All right. Okay. Well, that wraps up episode fifty three of the Pick Doctor Sports Betting Podcast. I'm your host, the Chief. And this is the Res. As always, happy betting. Yeah.